0: As a chef, I live to create. The process of turning a raw product into a finished expression of a thought or an idea is really gratifying and pretty addictive. Over the years I've met many many other people that are also pretty obsessed with this process. Musicians, artists, designers, architects, and others all share a common bond, a specific yet undefined vision delivered to a trusting audience. And like you, I want to know what the creator was thinking when they set to work with only the sacred promise of their public. That promise, I'll leave it up to you, Chef. This podcast explores the start, the finish, and the why. I'm Neil Brown, and this
1: is Omakase. Hey everybody, welcome back to Omakase with Neil Brown. Um, uh, and thanks for such a warm reception um, for episode one. Um, it really got a great response. I was super um, encouraged by what I saw. and um, So thank you for that. It's been great. Um, so in the past two weeks, um, it's been just a wild two weeks. Um of just regular like restaurant life stuff. Um, We moved, um, we sold our house, of course, because I've been so busy with other stuff. um, I didn't even know that we sold our house Um, and it sort of crept up on me. And um, so we packed and um, moved and unpacked and in the middle of all of that, um, we had a massive, um, we'll call it a water event, um, at Yukio where we took on water in our restaurant from the roof, the roof leaked, had a, it was a very old roof. And, um, so we, uh, had to file a massive insurance claim and had to have a bunch of stuff done in the restaurant. And so the restaurant's been closed, um, for now going on, uh, We're going on our second week now, which is really sad and really unfortunate because we've got staff and team that are out of work for now. And um, luckily we've got insurance and all that good stuff. But, you know, it's just been um, it's been tough for the staff and which makes it tough on me because I I hate to see people struggle. I know these guys work um, a lot of them work paycheck to paycheck. And um, so it kills me when we we can't. We can't provide a livelihood for them, which is what, you know, which is what we do. They become kind of like family, and so you hate to see it. Um, so, um, yeah, and then lots of other stuff, of course, have happened, too. So it's been, uh, you know, it's been a while, a couple weeks. So, um, but I wanted to, um, you know, I've committed to putting a podcast out um, once a weekish or so, you know. Um, so I wanted to... Um, Make sure that I um, followed through on that commitment. Um, so here I am, and this is uh, this is omakase with Neil Brown. Um, I don't have a guest today, um, but I want to talk a little bit about um, some just some things that like some observations I've had lately, um, in specifically in the restaurant industry. Um, but I think this, I think this also applies to a lot of people in creative fields right now too. Um, there's a lot of, um, I've seen a lot of like people with burnout, um, symptoms and symptoms of depression, um, lately. And I don't know if this is a seasonal thing, if, you know, summer's over vitamin D deficiency, et cetera, but. I know I always get a little um I get a little down in the autumn for a little while, like the transition between summer and autumn. I always get a little kind of bummed out. Um and I've really seen it with a lot of people um in the in the restaurant business um over the over the past couple of weeks. People just seem really bummed out and really down. And I've also noticed that um there's been a lot of like Um, A lot of like creative career change, right? Like people, chefs specifically that aren't in positions where they were and just a time of transition, you know, a lot of transition, I think, for a lot of chefs. Um, So it's just kind of, uh, it's just been interesting to sort of watch that. Um, I, I have some theories on burnout and what burnout looks like and what burnout is. Um, I've always said that, um, burnout isn't, um, burnout isn't caused by working too many hours or working too much. Um, because a lot of chefs, a lot of us work very, very long hours and you know, we, we don't suffer, we may not suffer from burnout, but, um, I, I think that burnout stems from not finding the rewards of your work, um, from not sort of seeing or, or acknowledging the fruits of your labor. I think that's really where it comes from. Um, and I've seen this for years and years. Uh, I've seen you know, many, many chefs, um, That have gone through this sort of like man i just don't know if i can do this anymore it's really grinding on me it's wearing me down it's wearing my family down you know a lot of chefs they go home and they basically have they contribute nothing at home because they're they're too exhausted from their work um and so they get home and their home makes their home life not great um and that's you know that's unacceptable right i mean we, we have to be good parents to our children. We have to be good spouses um, to our partners. And, um, and so, you know, I, I've seen a lot of people affected this way. And and um, when I, whenever I encounter chefs, at least in my restaurants, I don't have these kinds of conversations much with people outside of um, our own operations because, um, I don't know, there's a taboo, right? I don't think a lot of people want to talk about it. They may talk about it in, with their internal restaurant family or whatever, but um, not outside much. But, um, you know, I think I, I still come back to this idea that um, burnout can be avoided by good management practices that, frankly, only a chef or a GM can put into place. Um, Systems based management is um, something I have been preaching forever. Um, I believe in it. Um, Everything should have a system. Everything should have a checklist. And if you can get buy in from people, um, your staff, which you have to demand, by the way, um, it makes your job so much easier because you aren't, you don't feel like you're spinning your wheels, you know? Um, And you can start to see your results. It's so difficult, you know? What makes great restaurants great is that. They, they see the, um, the fruits of their labor all the time. And when you don't see the the fruits of your labor, um, anyone would hate that. Any, anyone would, um, would feel those symptoms of burnout, right? And borderline depression. Um, nobody wants to do something, um, for God knows how many hours out of the day um, and not reap the rewards of that. That's just not fair to ask uh, of anyone, and it's certainly not fair uh, of one to ask of themselves. Um, so you know, I would just say, like, if you're if you if you're feeling some of these um, these sort of feelings of burnout, where you just don't you just don't know if you want to be in the industry anymore. Um, maybe you know maybe it's possible that you need to get in an environment um, where they practice sort of systems-based management. And I think you might find that that structure can really, really help you see um, the rewards of your work. Um, So that I'm going to get off my soapbox on that, but I'm kind of, but I want to, I want to continue on with this, this idea that um, people are, It's a weird time of year and um, I I know chefs that are transitioning. I've actually got a chef at Yukio, Matthew Roby is, um, God bless him, because he's been a great friend and a great chef. We've worked together for for a long time, um, all the way back in the original um, Libertine location days. Um, He's been our chef at Yukio since opening day. In fact, he and I have developed Yukio together and we really hate to see him go. Um, But he's, uh, you know, he's moving on and he wants to broaden his horizons. He wants to do other stuff. Um, And that's the, you know, that is, you earn that over time. And um, he has certainly earned uh, the right to be able to make those kinds of decisions and, uh, and better himself and, better his family hopefully and, and move on. So, um, but, um, you know, I've seen, there's just been a lot of movement it seems like. And, and I I feel like, I feel like it's not, um, I feel like not all of it is really healthy, right? Not all is like this upward mobility, this upward movement. I feel like a lot of it's, um, I don't know if it's where we are from like uh, the restaurant climate in Indianapolis. It's possible that because we are starting to level off, you're starting to see some market corrections. Um, so there's movement in the market in that regard. I'm not sure, but I, I just feel like um, there's an unease with chefs right now. Um, and I don't like to see it. I wish I wish we were all really successful, and I wish everyone was really you know, just really happy and grinding away and doing their thing. But, um, it, it does seem to me like in the autumn every year, you kind of see this. It's very strange. So I'm curious. Um, you know, you guys can send me voice messages and I love those by the way. Um, questions that you want answered, um, topics that you'd like to have discussed on, on the podcast. Um, you can send me a voice message, um, through your, um, um, through Anchor or through whichever platform you use to to listen to this podcast, you can send voice messages to me, and I promise you, I'll address them if you send a if you send a voice message. I will I will address them. Um, so I, I'm curious, though, you know, if other people are seeing these kinds of trends because I I feel like I'm seeing it even more than I have in the past. Um, you know, I think th- this podcast is sort of um, a place for creative conversations, conversations with creative people. And I really do believe that we are, um, more susceptible to, um, I believe that creative people are more susceptible to mental health issues, um, more susceptible to depression, more susceptible to burnout. And so this is going to be a space where we have those kinds of conversations. And I hope we have some really candid ones because, um, I think that those conversations getting people to understand that, um, not getting people to understand, but allowing people to understand and allowing, um, some vulnerability in this space, um, will maybe help people realize that. There are a lot of us out there that struggle with this. God knows, you know, I've been pretty open about my struggles with depression over the years. Um and a lot of chefs, man. I, I know more chefs than not that um that have struggled with depression and um other, you know, God, lots of other mental ailments, you know. Um, so I hope that we can have some really, really candid conversations. Um, about that in this in this forum, and that it's helpful to people because i um I don't like to see people hurting you know, I don't like to see my friends hurting um and so if we can help we we will absolutely do everything we can to do that so um I know this was short, but a podcast is a podcast, and it's my podcast, and I get to make it however long or short I want, right? yeah, what's up? um no, anyway. Um, so I know this is a little short I'm going to cut it short because I'm sitting in an apartment we rented an apartment until we figure out where we're going to live permanently so I'm sitting in an apartment and I am surrounded by boxes and shit and it's just it's a mess and my OCD can't take it anymore and therefore I've got to start unpacking some boxes maybe after I go down and fish for 10 minutes Um, anyway, Hey, I want to say that I really appreciate you guys listening and, um, I hope we have some great, great conversations, helpful conversations around a very serious, you know, set of topics, um, in, in depression and mental health. And that's, um, unfortunately so a part of the creative sort of, um, um, landscape that I don't think we can have conversations about creativity without having conversations about mental health and how we regulate ourselves and how we manage our time so we're going to have those conversations here um thanks for joining me this is a quick one hopefully uh you know you're like in the car and you can listen really quickly Um, i appreciate you being here with with me and um um, I can't wait for you guys to hear the next podcast. I've got a really cool guest. We're going to have fun. It's going to be great. I'm working on it as we speak. Um, so stay tuned. All right. Thanks for joining me, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to Omakase with Neil Brown. You can find our podcast across all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star rating. You know how we chefs love five stars, right? Also, feel free to share this podcast. It really helps us grow our audience. And frankly, we're just trying to get our message out to as many people as we can. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to bringing you more conversations with some of Indy's most insightful and creative people. Thanks again.